0: How, go how the
1: Dickens are the pair of you?
0: I'm good. I'm gonna. I've finished my uh, drink I got from the Asian supermarket with weird bits of coconut jelly in. So I'm gonna go get a beer. Okay, cool. That's that
1: sounds like a pretty decent plan. I I yes. hit record, but don't worry. Like, in, as...
0: <laughs> Tom, come. I well, never worry.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, word on the street is you're off to a gig tonight, Thomas. I am. I'm going to go see uh, The Deer Hunter. Oh,
2: playing, how exciting. Playing
1: the first show in the UK, uh, well, the first tour in the UK since the last time they played, which was 2017, which was also the first gig that I ever went to.
2: The first gig you went to was in 2017? Wait,
1: oh, I 2016. Baby. 2016. But yeah it was at the deaf institute in manchester which is a, a venue that i hold near and dear to my heart even if it doesn't exist anymore
0: i fucking adore the deaf institute yes man so um, sick.
1: We we're just saying because i'm going to go see the deer hunter and my first gig was them playing at the deaf institute in 2016 the deer hunter or the deer hunter the deer hunter not 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 deer hunter the other band
0: no but deer hunter like the Robert De Niro movie or like Deer Hunter?
1: No, Deer the, Hunter. The Deer I'm Hunter. I tell
0: you, they're leaving you.
1: Yeah, it's it's that second one. It's The D E A R okay. Hunter. Okay. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. it's <laughs> I'm really. Sure the listeners will appreciate that yeah, it. yeah. It's really irritating because whenever I say, oh, I'm off to go see The Deer Hunter or I'm like, have you heard the new Deer Hunter album? Usually, people are like, "Oh, I know who they are," and then they put on Deer Hunter, like the De Niro movie, but the band that's spelled that same way. And I'm like, that's not the same band. It's a different one. It's two of them. Not a fan of either of them. Well, I'm a fan of one of them. I fucking love one of them.
2: Sam <laughs> so has such an angry expression on his
1: face.
0: I was I was stopping the video thing that I was watching and then it tried to ask me a bunch of shit. Ah, I see. <sighs> um,
1: now, Ed, if you've it? not noticed, by the way, I'm sharing my screen, but this is because we have the number wheel picker and also the whole draft on this, ah. on this video, so nobody needs to look up anything.
0: I'm gonna get the draft <laughs> up on mine, just because when I tend to I tend to watch people share their screens, it seems to give me a bit of a whip-around. That's not a a bad show. It makes me do whippets. (laughs) (laughs) God, I miss whippets. I, you know,
2: I I have a real soft spot for the film Whippet.
0: For the film Whippet?
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah, I really do. It's one of the you know when like there's certain films that you like watch when you don't feel very well. Oh yeah, that's me like with Moneyball. Yeah, the film about a competitive roller derby, um, and it's got Jimmy Fallon in it. Which, yeah,
0: <laughs> you guys are fucking dorks.
1: No, Moneyball is not a it's not a dorky film, but it is a dorky film. <laughs> Whippet is a very dorky film. I don't Whip I say, a dorky I
0: know. Whippet's it's a very dorky film. It has fucking Jimmy Fallon in. Yep, wretch of a human being. <laughs> Him or me? Him. Him. You're a <laughs> you're an
1: angel from God. Oh, you are too kind. Showered in sprinkles.
0: That that would insinuate that he is to be eaten, would it not?
1: Not necessarily. You don't eat cards, and some cards usually have like. Glitter or confetti.
0: No one, no one just like rolls in some hundreds and thousands because it looks good. You. (laughs) Sexual
2: (laughs) gratification. I'm, I'm gonna struggle through this episode because I just, I've just come off the back of a very big lunch. (laughs) (laughs) That was was a poor strategic decision. (laughs) Mm, No, my loyalties with lunch.
0: <laughs> was it a good lunch or did you just It was a good lunch. Okay. What did you have? You don't know. To... Well, I
2: just had a chicken bacon sandwich and a bit of crisps, a sausage from of a a f- a f- like a half a dozen honey roast peanuts and um a little bit of cake that I made over the week.
0: That's that's like what a mouse unwraps from like a little bindle. That's, yeah, that's, that's what that's so that's so a wheel of lunch
2: is. Yeah, Max, I once watched Sam Longton eat three feet of burrito for lunch. <laughs> 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 like, I think three hours after I've made him a full English as well. It was, it was remarkably. It, was, it wasn't it wasn't a very small sa- it was a
1: fairly decent sized sausage roll. But- I thought that you were just going to keep naming things then but just like with a, a yeah. lengthy pause between them like chicken bacon sandwich and a sausage roll half a dozen peanuts some crisps 14
2: a cheese. cake a quiche with Carol Vorderman's face on it
0: now is that in the egg or Jameson is that- Williams's <laughs> oh.
1: socks
2: I know they they've sculpted her face out of egg.
1: <laughs> but surely it should be uh, Lorraine Kelly for Akeisha's Lorraine Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> that is That's the stupidest joke the I will ever tell on this podcast. No, I'm really <laughs> didn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max will be that in 5 minutes. Yeah, but I, I don't tell a joke that Tom tells. Tom tells a jokes that Tom tells. Yeah, <laughs> true. But by the, by the standards of this yeah. of this podcast, that was a well thought out and uh, like thought provoking <laughs> piece.
0: If you need to disappear for thirty minutes to take three screenshots from Clo- from Chrome for like the setup to a joke that is <laughs> coming gone, then Max is your guy. That's me.
1: Canal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, the NFL draft was this past weekend. Did the intro happened last week? Yeah, we are. Okay. But <laughs> i confident
2: he's right. he's one stage out of actually like talking over the credits.
1: He's now talking over the preamble before the credits. I have I have just done something for us all, which is I'm going to play the intro, but I have server muted Sam. I have censored the boy.
2: (laughs) Hello, 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 and welcome to Stiff Upper Lip Podcast, the NFL podcast by Brits. We are in partnership with Gridiron Extra, and we are returning for our third season. So yeah, on we begin with me,
1: Ed.
0: Me, Emma. I'm Sam.
1: I'm Max Saito. And I'm Tom. And we're back. The NFL draft was last weekend. Definitely nothing happened with that intro spike that went off without a hitch. Um, The NFL draft happened last weekend and plenty uh, has already been discussed by several individuals in the NFL scene. So what we're going to do instead is touch upon things in a random and seemingly ill-thought-out manner by using a random wheel generator from pick 1 to 262, and discussing whatever pick comes up then, so that's that's our plan for today, but first some news, but also, how the devil are you all?
0: Um, I feel like I was done dirty, as it were, Um, is, is Tom muted? No, uh, do we ever tie-wash Tom? Sometimes, but... Uh. I think it's in the spirit of a good show, as is...
2: Could you please say the airing of Grievances till Festivus?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) I just wanted, you know, I wanted to express my distaste. We can can bring it up at the next board
2: meeting. (laughs) We'll table that one. We'll circle back around.
0: Yeah, uh, and
2: how are you, Ed? I'm I'm well. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm coming off a serious sort of Elden Ring high, so I'm just sort of basking in my Shaking. own basking in my own hate and wonder <laughs> in equal measure. I'm looking at Ed's eyes and it's ninety five percent iris right now. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> He's been taking pills designed to make him better at elfinery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's like a side effect. You get, like, really into feet. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The performance enhancing uh, uh, Esther's flasks have have, have proven to be (laughs) a great detriment. (laughs) (laughs) DeAndre so cool, Hopkins yeah. has been suspended six games for illegal
2: point <laughs> <fire punishment>. five. <laughs> but his his manner is like absolutely through the roof.
1: <laughs> Just think about his dexterity rolls; they're going to be unbelievable. DeAndre Hopkins have a wiki feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's like like four different streams of joke at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we bring the news to you through really shittily tangented jokes. But yes, DeAndre Hopkins, before we get into the draft talk, has been suspended for six games for violating the league's, um, well, substance abuse policy. Um, This is a performance-enhancing drugs thing, right? I didn't really read too much of it, but... Yeah. <clears throat> Not a great start to an already sort of iffy Cardinals off season. First Kyler Murray deletes everything to do with the organization off of Instagram. Then they remember they've still got Cliff Kingsbury. And then DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. Woof. You, you,
2: you forget like the fact that they uh, traded for Marquise Brown. A player a player who they who the Ravens picked for a twenty fifth overall. They traded the twenty third overall pick for him. And this is after, after we... seeing what he's produced thus far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: I was about to say this is like this is after Hollywood Brown's pretty low-tier production for a first-round wide
0: receiver. I have uh, distressing news, particularly for Ed. It would appear that WikiFeet is segregated by gender and there are no male feet allowed.
2: What? What? We can oh, right end
0: the podcast. Surely feet are the one weird fetish where it doesn't matter, like, if it's a dude or not. I yeah, like I'd, a feet. Say, I'd say there's
2: a certain crossover of the population where it would be impossible to tell what gender the foot is.
0: Mm.
2: And that's what keeps me going every day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So anyway, the, the Cardinals probably knew about this, which is why they got Marquise Brown, right? Yeah. It, it certainly seems
2: yeah. that way. They probably played a fuck up, but also I think they got him because he goes way back with Kyler Murray, Yeah,
0: and they're that's trying that's to placate that's...
2: him. Yeah. And also, Hollywood Brown apparently submitted a trade request at the start of the season. I I would never try to placate anyone. And no, then... I know.
1: Why would, I mean, why would Hollywood Brown be the one trying to get the trade out of Baltimore when, like...
2: Because it, a, a receiver's value in the Baltimore offense is a lot yeah. less than it would be in, like, the Cardinals offense, I guess.
1: Yeah, but a receiver's value when it's Marquise Brown is already pretty substantially low to the rest of the NFL anyway. Yeah,
2: but I do think... No, I, don't, I don't know,
1: because I think that the Ravens
2: offense is so much different that kind of hard to pass judgment because... Be like yeah. if
1: John Brown
0: decided to request the trade.
1: Like, just, who gives you, a fuck?
0: If you give a receiver the option, you just cannot stop them running through a brick wall to get into Cliff Kingsbury's system. <laughs> <laughs>
1: to go play alongside such greats as uh, 2023 A.J. Bre- uh, AJ Green.
2: Woo!
1: You're forgetting Andy Isabella. Yeah, the true the true goat of the sneaky athletic white <laughs> wide receivers. He'll get his day. Braxton day. Marius won't know what hit him when Andy Isabella shows up.
0: Ah, Andy Isabella's the, the. I feel like he's the old old kid on the block, as per sneaky athletic wide receivers, right. white receivers. <laughs> but yeah,
1: DeAndre Hopkins suspended. Is that the only? Member of a NFL organization that got the boot, though, because Dan Van uh, Ventrell, the president of the uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders, is no longer with the organization. Um, there is no further comment. We have no context for why. What the fuck's going on? Why? Why are the Raiders just permanently on this like weird train of? Kicking people out the door, constantly.
2: Didn't Dan Ventrell do that song, Breathe with Sean Paul? Uh, sorry, that's Blue Cantrell. Not yet, I've looked it <laughs> up.
0: Oh, that's I mean... why he left a burgeoning R&B career. Yeah, from 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years. Hey, uh, he can still do the circuit.
2: Apparently Dan Ventrell says, Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis ignored allegations of a hostile work environment and ousted him when he went to NFL. Ooh. So apparently he was like, uh, "It's a bit of a shithole here," and they kicked him out for something as
1: much. Oh yeah, I'm just seeing a, uh, a a a report from NBCSports.com's Pro Football Talk segment saying that um. He's claimed that multiple female employees have made comments and complaints about Mark Davis. So... (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, We can't comment comment on an
2: ongoing police investigation, but if you had to pick one NFL owner who looked like a fucking dodgy guy, yeah, maybe you would pick that guy. (laughs) I think Jeff Lurie. Looking at them all, if you lined them all up, Jeff Lurie
1: would be the one for me.
2: I think they're all quite dodgy. (laughs)
1: I don't know. I mean, caught? Stan Kroenke's sort of, like, 1970s, like, typical capitalist businessman bad guy in a kid uh, kid film. That, that, mm-hmm. that sits pretty poorly with me.
0: Is Mark Davis meant to look like that? Mark yeah. Davis specifically <laughs> yeah. pays
1: to look like that.
0: He looks like how a six-year-old thinks he'll look when he's, like, 75. Have you ever seen Mm -hmm. that
1: famous uh, that famous video from a few years ago of like Curtis, the kid from I think it's from like Wife Swap or something, and uh, she's trying to get him to go on a diet, and he's like, "But I don't want to make any deals anymore," and he's like fucking storming out the house because she's not letting him have any bacon anymore.
0: Bacon is good for me.
1: Yeah, that's that's what (laughs) Mark Davis looks
2: like. Yeah, I I haven't seen it. I saw it in two thousand and five.
0: Nice. Am <laughs> I, mean, I crazy or does Mark Davis Mark Davis look like fucking the crankies?
2: Yeah, he does he does have a very cranky vibe. If My, you lined up all um like thirty one NFL owners Mark Davis would look like the weirdest one. But if you end up all 537,000 owners of the Green Bay Packers, he'd fall somewhere in the middle. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: the system works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, next, the Giants potentially cutting ties with James Bradbury by the end of the week. Sam, what are your thoughts on this? I, I I've sort of not really oh. been able to follow it all that much because it seems like they've been trying to boot him out the door for this entire off season.
0: Yeah, I mean they've they've been trying to shop him for a long time now, but they'd I think they'd save like 11 million against the cap. I wanna say if they like even if they just cut him so, you know. Who are,
2: they, who are they going to spend that money on, though, that's better than James Bradbury?
0: It's uh, still available as well. Stick stick that bitch in an ISA. Use it for <laughs> some of Daniel Jones' guaranteed money next year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Help to buy ISA for QBs. <laughs>
0: It doesn't is. work.
2: They're just putting 25% extra on the <laughs> cost of QBs, and then when the scheme <laughs> ends, they're just going to drop it back down by 25%. It's a scam.
0: <sighs> yeah, and you, you get, you finally get into your new QB and it's just leaks everywhere.
2: And his right leg is out of plumb by 45 degrees. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you don't actually own him. You just own, like, a bit of it.
2: <laughs> it beats the non-fungible QBs that some teams have got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this franchise is a bit out there. They've still got a brick and mortar. What, <laughs> What's going to
0: be the first team to, as part of a marketing stunt, place an Ape in that active roster?
2: I think it's already um, been done in like 1921. <laughs>
0: Oh, it was, it, oh, it was, I was—I mean, in the nineteen nineties, for a promotion for like, eye chimps or Dunstan goes wild. Oh, no,
1: no, remember
2: that orangutan that did the draft pick?
0: I do. He oh, was, yeah, from the
1: Colts, one. It well, was Dunstan. He
2: was quarterback of the Chicago Staleys for five years.
1: <laughs> nice to see him trot back out there.
2: <laughs> nice, but in, a, in another way, quite, quite
0: sad and upsetting. What, the orangutan? Right. Yeah. The orangutan announced it. That sounds like the most 1970s shit I've ever heard. Yeah, it was the year before
1: McAfee got up, I think, or a couple of years before McAfee got up and used the orangutan as part of his speech.
0: <laughs> Playing second fiddle to an orangutan. Yeah, he was
1: like, and then a fucking orangutan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh was he was there anything special like had the orangutan won a contest or like probably from what no, I'm you, was a <laughs> <laughs> he was
1: there on merit damn it? <laughs> speaking of um you know daniel <laughs> daniel jones <laughs> i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't quite segue that back on but um Daniel Jones's fifth-year option's been uh, been declined. Sam, as an avid Daniel Jones proprietor, what's your what's your real makings of why the Giants are going to go at quarterback next year?
0: Well, it's like I don't think there is anyone who watched even a bit of Daniel Jones over the past like four years who would think it would be a good idea to have got this fifth-year option. Like if He plays really well, great, they can pay for him, but, you know, if he doesn't, then, which, to be honest, I don't know whether he will, I'd really like him to, but it's not like it's going to be a massive loss if they have to, you know, shell out for him next year because he actually stepped up.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's clear to see the potential that Daniel Jones has and always has had, right? It's not as he's not Matt Hasselbeck, but like the the question of consistency for Daniel Jones is just, yeah, it the would Giants have been, never built
0: around him. No, it would have been absurd to to get the fifth year option on it. That's and fair. Like, even if they like, if he does play well and they like franchise tag him or something.
2: It'll work out. It'll work Daniel out. Daniel Jones getting the franchise tag and being paid as one of the top five QBs in the NFL would be.
0: I didn't. I didn't say how much he'd improve.
1: <laughs> but it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Um, you, you know who, the, pl- you know who the player? Do you know who the player who was picked by the orangutan, Well, I guess the orangutan didn't make the pick, but announced the pick. <laughs> 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 he picks someone out He's got yeah. It's erstwhile it's Steelers right tackle Zach
1: Banner oh. oh really? Is that who the orangutan selected? There was, a, oh. <laughs> there was
0: someone There was someone from like The Broncos standing at the side of the stage With like a different name and a banana <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, He was the first player of tomorrow descent to be drafted well by an orangutan but in the nfl at all <laughs> <laughs> that, being, that being the indigenous peoples of the mariana islands so congratulations to him to the people of the mariana islands and to the whole orangutan community and, yeah
0: the rocky the orangutan <laughs> yeah it's a, it. it's
2: a happy story for all parties i think <laughs> All right, let's move on. We've been doing this
1: for half an hour now. We've just talked about orangutans for, like, 12 minutes. Please, for the love of God, let's... Let's let's please... We've got some more news to wrap through. Like, Tyrone Mathieu has signed with the Saints. It's finally happened. He has a landing spot, and it's in Nola. Um, I just love how
2: you do not care how Tyrod Matthew should be pronounced and say it differently every single time.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I... I don't, I don't care for your pronunciation games. I say it how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like some to more...
0: hear him pronounce your name. In return, uh, I have some more Rocky the Orangutan facts. Yeah, go on. Um, Sam, you're the he... one, You're
1: you're one of the two people that wanted this to be finished quickly. Um.
0: Well, that was before I found out that the Raiders <laughs> used a fucking Oragutant to draft someone in the years 2017. That was the cult. He, uh, he was in a photo shoot with Fergie and he... <laughs> Which Fergie? Uh, the oh. member of the Royal Family. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He's he's part of the, the lawsuit against Andrew. Fucking hell. Um, He also mimics parts of human speech to the degree that they're studying him. His uh, capabilities. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. I I don't
1: don't know how Max remained unmoved.
2: Another famous person of mixed Kamoru descent is American <laughs> singer Pia Mia, who gained fame sorry, this has become Nevermind the Buzzbuck. <laughs> who, who gained fame in 2015 for her song Do It Again, featuring known pair of absolute weapons, Chris Brown and Tiger. The song ah. makes
1: references to Guamanian culture. <laughs>
0: right. Wonderful. Wow. Anyway,
1: let's move on to the... To I like, the. I like thing.
0: To think we've all grown as people today.
1: <laughs> I haven't. I feel like I've regressed as a human being. I've gone back to being a fucking orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. But they are assigned to the Saints. They get some bolstering at the safety position. I still don't understand how they had cap room to do all of this. Like, they were... Oh, they this were, what, year's... $70 million over the cap going into this season? They've re-signed players, and now they get... Just... I'm, so, I'm so confused. The cap doesn't exist. It's such a myth. Yeah, the cap is meaningless at this point. Yeah, yeah,
2: but they also aren't really paying that many players very highly. Oh. I no. don't know.
1: I'm three not... years, $33 million for, uh, for Mateo. we've got. Yeah, but once you, stop, once you stop, if you're not paying a
2: franchise quarterback... Yeah, you can pay like six other, like, for their positions, star players. I thought right? that they
1: were still paying a little bit of Breeze's salary. I thought that they'd kick the can down the road so much that they're still paying like eight million dollars. Or still pay after I thought once you placed on the retired list, you're, you're... you you
0: did not think... affect
2: the, the cap
0: number. No, I, I thought that you still do. I think he had some money from them last year, but I don't think he has any in this. Okay. Year. Um, that actually just reminds me a little
1: bit just uh, moving laterally onto a sport that's actually currently ongoing right now, the Cincinnati Reds are in such a, a foul state, but I found out that Ken Griffey Jr. is still the sixth highest paid member of the Cincinnati Reds, he retired in 2004 <laughs> <laughs> wow why are they still put, he's, got, he's paying like 6 million dollars for this year <laughs> oh, to, yeah. to not play what, for all- the Reds He's on a legends contract, he's like Brett Hart. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> no wonder the reds are so bad. They're like three and twenty-five right now, they stink. Anyway. Mm. Players oh. on
2: the reserve retired list don't count towards the cap. But if Drew Brees did still have contract left, and he were to unretire, then the Saints would have to start paying him, <laughs> which would be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You well, I mean, mean if he unretires it... for someone else? Well,
2: this is the thing. Is no, there a
1: statute of you... limitations on this as well? Like, imagine if you're like 70. <laughs> <laughs> he just decides yeah, to you, wear his grievance contract... and unretires.
2: If you come, if you are like under contract for four years and you retire after two, basically that contract is paused. So if you were to return, the contract would presume So you'd still be under contract with a team that. This is the whole Brett Favre situation.
1: Okay. All right. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm more. Too. Funny because
2: he has to reunite Dan Sorensen. we <laughs> <laughs> about
1: it. Um, all right. There's three more bits of like small news that's still developing. Well, one bit that's no longer developing. Uh, Bryce Callahan has signed with the Chargers. Hooray for him, I guess. Former Broncos cornerback. It's a, it's a fine signing. Whatever. Chargers And they getting get,
2: get Kyle Van Noy. So their defense next year is going to have a lot of names.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones is home and fine after having an, a car crash. Apparently, did anyone see this? Yep. Um, no, yeah, yeah, but... classic Jerry. Was
0: he was he like ogling an attractive young woman out the window of a? A fast-moving car.
1: It doesn't seem to say anything about as to why, but he, he was taken to hospital on Wednesday, but it was just a minor automobile crash, which is what the NFL.com's got it
0: listed as. How Do you dare make fun is- of my automobile? Unless it's explicitly stated, <laughs> I will assume that at all times, Gerard Jones is ogling. He... <laughs>
2: Well, the only time he's not is when his (laughs) his son takes off his glasses to clean them off
1: so that he can ogle more clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ogle! Jerry Jones at this point... Do you know the blobfish that when you take it out of water it becomes this sort of like gelatinous mass on the floor? That's what Jerry Jones has started to look like. There's just a still image. I don't know if anyone's still able to see my shared screen. But he just... He looks so... So sad. Mm -hmm. So sad. Anyway. um, And the final bit of news that's that's still ongoing is um, the Steelers are having their second round of interviews for the vacant general manager job at the moment. Um, Ryan Cowden.
2: I was about to say, this really is not (laughs) me. This
1: is
0: not me. Look, (laughs) it's just literally like
1: we're just wrapping through the last little bits that have happened. The remodel sure. of the Pittsburgh Steelers bathrooms has been completed. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Mike Conlon <laughs> saw a yeah. nice dog. I mean we spent <laughs> look, we spent the last like five months talking about how fucking Mike Zimmer and Ryan Poles were apparently fucking nice individuals and didn't deserve the negative press that they got, even though they were shit. I don't think you've so ever kind. fucking, tried fucking Rick Spielman. Uh, oh, trader don't, Rick, please, everyone. Please
2: Take it back, Tom. N- none of us have ever said a single positive word about Ryan. Pauls No, Poles you're in this right. Podcast. Actually, nobody <laughs> said
1: anything nice about Ryan Pauls.
0: Don't try and deflect from your shortcomings by bringing up Ed's lid brain. <laughs> 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 lid brain. All
1: right, let's let's get into the the sort of meat and bones of this <laughs> of this actual show here. Um, I have a random wheel generator from one to sixty two. Whatever number this lands on, we're going to actually have to talk about this pick. Are we going to do this one?
0: I think we could go one at a time.
2: Yeah, one at a time. Since this was ostensibly my bright idea, um, (laughs) I'll go first so I can demonstrate what my idea of how this would go would be like. Okay. Because I think we can still extract some pertinent conversation, but it'll also be funny. Right.
1: Perfect. Okay. Let's, uh, right. let's spin the wheel. Max, you're up first. Let's I see what's full. kicking. Um, Alright. Wheel spinning. 2.35. Oh. god. <laughs> <laughs> Which Daniel is... is uh, 2.35. Yeah. Is Daniel Hardy the linebacker from Montana State to the Los Angeles Rams? The Bobcats. <laughs> I know... Um, oh, where are they based? I know... I follow a guy Montana from um, the
2: American...
0: the
2: (laughs) (laughs) podcast i follow a guy from on twitter who's with montana state and he sometimes shares pictures of it and it looks bloody beautiful they're a fcs team who got waxed in the fcs um finals by north dakota state this year and um i'm assuming they got further than they normally do so i'm assuming this young man daniel hardy who (laughs) sounds like an actor um was quite a key player for them He was, yeah. There was a. I actually know a, a tiny little about bit about this Montana State season because I like Troy Anderson so much. I was about to say and, Troy Anderson was there, and he and Daniel Hardy were like one of the best linebacker parents in the country this year. Is what, what <laughs> model of what model of football is? Like an off ball, or is it like a thumping linebacker? Um, he's more he's more of a
1: thumper. Well he's the, funny, like, the funny like, thing is is that I've clicked on the twenty twenty one Montana State roster and it's got him listed mm-hmm. as a defensive end on here, so Wikipedia's
2: oh, yeah. got I think but yeah uh, no, I think
1: I, I'm, a lot I'm, a lot's asked of
2: modern modern linebackers. <laughs> 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 he's their one Miller replacement. <laughs> <sighs> right, he's gonna walk in there and step right into the role into the role vacated by one Miller.
0: Oh, I assume him and
2: Bobby Wagner will be competing. No, if he's listed as a defensive end, he must be an outside linebacker. Oh shit! Sure. Daniel Hardy, his birthday is December the fifteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> so he's exactly to the day one year older than my younger brother. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He was a transfer. He was a transfer this a, from.
0: This is a rich vein.
2: <laughs> no, no, no! Wait, he he was a transfer from. College of the Siskies, which is a public community college with campuses in a town called Weed (laughs) in Northern California. Famous alumni. I don't know who any of these people are. Is this, bunch is, of, this, uh, is this what you wanted to happen with this segment? <laughs> is this it. is literally <laughs> exactly what I wanted to happen. <laughs> right, I, I think we've, I think we've um, bled the well dry for young Dan Hardy. We wish him the best. We, what we need to do is, is uh, make a list of all the players that we get up and, um, and keep tabs of them throughout their career.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's the that We wish them the best. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Daniel Hardy. Party. There we go. Right. Uh, Who wants next? Is this going to be me, Ed or Sam? Who wants it?
0: Oh, give me it.
1: All right. Spin the wheel. Straight down down the middle. And we are number 222. Oh, yeah. Which is Montaric Brown from Arkansas, cornerback, Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Um, Um, The first
1: pick in the
2: seventh round.
0: Yeah. I assume. There they go. i they must have run up to get Montaric Brown is an American football cornerback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> <Jacksonville football league. laughs> um, I mean, uh, what are you gonna i I'd, I'd say the exact same thing for any any person that the Jacksonville Jaguars drafted.
2: Well, I mean, Fred- the warm body. Friend of the show uh, Ben Matthews really liked Montaric Brown as I recall he had him like fourth in his like cornerback depth chart are you Wait, serious? <laughs> I
1: think I really? think he was I think he was very very high on him yeah holy moly mm. okay but the Jags at the end of the sixth took another cornerback before oh, this yeah, guy but, oh yeah but I, yeah
2: yeah the less said about Greg Junior the better <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's not Is even that... kidding, from Wichita Is Baptist.
2: That...
1: <laughs> 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 I'm getting the words <laughs> cornerback.
2: <laughs> During his recruitment, Montaric Brown was the number one player in the state of Arkansas. Holy shit! And also, his nickname in college was Montaric
1: Buster Brown. So making no that Oh word. my god. Um, okay, uh, Ed, do you want next? Sure, yeah. You'll be delighted by oh, this. it's Lewis seen number thirty-two to the Minnesota Vikings. Lewis seen safety out of Georgia.
2: What a, a man fucking wheel spinner. Never rated as the best player in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, one of the team leaders on the sort of national championship Georgia team. Montaric Brown.
1: <laughs> a very, very remarkably
2: rich man's Montaric Brown.
1: Um, Do you want to talk about the circumstances of why the Vikings were picking at 32 though, Ed? Yeah. Yeah, Just yeah. Just because the, a, the, Lewis, sort of... the Lewis scene trade wasn't the only uh, pick wasn't the only thing that happened here.
2: No, I, would, I will say that like if we, if we can discuss this on two levels, like number one, seen as a very good player and is certainly not the 32nd best player in this draft, But also the Vikings traded down twenty spots with Detroit, and in what's been regarded since as a very very poor move. So like (laughs) negative points (laughs) on the draft, but plus points on the player because he's
0: really good. When you say regarded since, oh yeah, it's time. Well, it's been
2: roundly criticised by any everyone other than the sort of the Minnesota like player tree. So. Difficult.
1: The, the Minnesota player tree sounds like uh, some kind of um, mo- like mob boss mentality, mafia kind of shit. With a Minnesota no, player not, mentality. It sounds, like the, oh, oh, oh.
2: it sounds like the worst tree in the Arboretum.
0: More like Questy, a few more picks. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but regarding Lewis' scene. Ed, the actual player itself?
2: Um, he, he'll be a very good player. He was a he was a team leader at Georgia, and one of I think it was, was it five defensive players drafted from Georgia in the first round. He wasn't. Yeah. Was he from? Oh, he was from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I think with um, sort of uh, pussyfooting around here, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, Ed, how upset are you about the fact that? The Vikings could have had Kyle Hamilton and then traded back 20 and took a safety, which indicated that they thought safety was a need. Oh, I, I, at the time I was, I was utterly beside myself, and now I'm still very upset with how it happened. Oh, yeah. but, but you, it you had the opportunity to have a few hits on the copium pipe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely correct. To World 1 pipe for many people this summer, myself included. <laughs>
1: uh next up I think if um, if we can announce Tom. it Tom. Uh yeah the next one for me is uh, number 17 came out on the on the wheel which means oh, that what? it's it's, oh, it's the 17th pick which was Zion Johnson guard out of Boston College for the Los Angeles Chargers. Now As far as top 20 picks go, extremely low wattage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, the best thing that I can say about this is that Lee Wakefield, a friend of the show from Full Ten Yards, is a massive, massive fan of this pick. Uh, He is a Chargers fan. He was absolutely fucking buzzing about this guy. And the Chargers getting some interior line help after last year drafting Slater that is massive for for not only their pass game, but also their run game as well. And I mean, considering that he knows way more about the draft process than I do, I'm going to basically go based off of what he said, which is, this is a great pick. Chargers have got great value there and wonderful. But yeah, Zion Johnson to the Chargers. What a, what a nice little move for, for everyone involved there. Good value, good, good it was position always... of need. He was always
2: famously a weak spot for the Chargers, but they've now got Rashawn Slater, um, Corey Lindsley, Matt Feeler, and now Zion Johnson on that O line, which is quite a
1: worrisome prospect for the AFC West. Yeah, there's a mm. there's a hell of a lot of great names on there. So be interesting to see how they do going forward. But yeah, they that was right. that was pick number seven.
2: Off season champions from now until the end of time.
1: Um, Max, <laughs> it's back to you, and you're not gonna like this, but it's it's pick 6th round <laughs> Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Jalen Naylor from Michigan State.
2: Jalen Naylor,
1: yeah, <laughs> nicknamed <don't> Speedy. Like... <laughs> That's the first thing that happens when I hover over a Wikipedia page. Nice, yeah, <laughs> Speedy
2: Speedy Naylor. I like that. <laughs> As I recall, um, he had a really high drop rate coming out of college. Jalen Naylor. I was going to say, I, I have to be honest. Like, obviously, like the only college conference I really vaguely follow um, is the Big Ten, of which Michigan State is a constituent member. I've not really, I've not really heard of him. <laughs> let's have a look. At, let's have a look on the draft network, shall we? He served as the Spartans' big play extraordinaire in the passing game over the past two seasons, and leaves East standing with nearly 17 yards per. <laughs> God. <laughs> um. Okay, so he's like um. He, he, okay, it sounds like he's going to be a, a return guy. Potentially, although like there's the Michigan State connection with Kirk. That's exciting. Okay, but Kirk was there ten years. <laughs> I was about to say it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think Kirk was playing like tacky Sack there in his off season.
2: Kirk, Kirk's drops back in the pocket, and he's like, he's like, that guy's a a pi gamma tau guy. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. I, I think yeah. Uh, is 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 returner an area of need for the Vikings. He's <laughs> just like,
0: okay, No, brother. we've got Hey,
2: let's see you at the Alpha Packager. Kegger. Oh, yeah. he, he's 6 foot 190, so he really profiles physically as a as a, a nimble re, as a as a nimble return guy. He's not going to be playing much on the outside, is he? Not with the not with the depth that Minnesota have, but I think they do well picking up late round contributors generally. Minnesota
1: do so. I'm interested to see what he can do. Alright, let's move on. Uh, Sam, pick 28, which yeah. is Green Bay Packers defensive tackle out of Georgia, Devontae <laughs> Wyatt, which, when I saw this pick come up, it made me chuckle because Max was so close to getting something more interesting.
2: I don't know. I, I'm i kind of... The whole point of it was to get into some really obscure shit, so I'm fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like... I don't really like I don't hate the pick like all the like premium wide receivers hmm. are gone certainly all the ones that they had pegged as first round prospects so what was there to do other than like add a nice little guy
2: yeah, I mean if we're talking about a nice little guy. <laughs> 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 if
0: makes we're talking it, about makes it sound like he's just gonna like sit on Brian Goose's desk. <laughs>
2: if we're talking about like the the copium pipe, I mean drafting <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense to me. They used two second round picks to draft Christian Watson. Like what, six picks after this pick? So it's um, a little yeah, confusing. Uh, it's a little confusing, but if you don't have a first round pick on a guy, maybe they don't want him. I don't know. Mm. There's something at play there. But I think the second um the second biggest need for the Packers, which has been a need for like ten years, is to stiffen up the run defence, so you take an inside linebacker, you take a defensive tackle, and um yeah, there's there's quite a lot of logic to that. I don't think it was getting I don't think it was getting people hot under the collar, but you know, it's a meat and potatoes pick. If it works out you'll um You'll be pleased to have. Mm. Uh, isn't I, of, uh, this isn't like
0: working people?
2: This isn't like reverse copium, but like, aren't there aren't there like significant character concerns about Devante Wyatt? Yeah, he was involved in an, a verbal altercation, which involved a door being kicked in at college. But like, that was I think that was three years ago, and if, it it wasn't. I don't know. I, I'd not heard of it, and. The it wasn't was like, I, I, I thought, like, someone mentioned it, and I looked him up on Wikipedia, and he didn't have, like, a legal history or whatever. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's obviously a pretty bad thing to do, but it, it wasn't, I don't know. Perhaps there are uh, players with bigger
0: red flags, and maybe. if it's been
2: three years and it wasn't a physical occasion, maybe he'll, you know, grow up.
0: Maybe yeah, he, he you kind of tend to. And with someone, and they took all the bits with the cheese and the ground beef on.
2: <laughs> and what? And he was just left with like, <laughs> just yeah, like right. mes- tips. Mesa and like sort of slightly cloying
1: chilies.
0: <laughs> you hate to see it. They shouldn't be allowed to
1: do it. Okay, um, Ed, you were you were next, right? I was, yeah, yeah, which means that you get a uh, pick two twenty nine Seattle Seahawks <laughs> wide receiver out of Rutgers, Bo Melton. This the is
2: interesting. Yeah, what? Bo Melton Mowbray. That's the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, this is actually quite a big deal. This one because I do know a little bit about Bo Melton. Um, the, I know the, the <laughs> amount the amount of information I've just sort of absorbed by osmosis this year. So he went to Rutgers, like because it was like a local school, but he could have he was like quite highly recruited and he could have gone to a lot of places. Like I think he had offers from LSU and places like that. So like look at Bo Melton as being a similar kind of guy to like Stefan Diggs who could really outplay his like really out outplay his draft status because he went to a smaller school to be closer to family. Like Bo Melton could be very, very good, and is in in my mind was probably in that like second tier of wide receivers.
0: Now, is um, the reason you paid attention to him partially because you were drawn to classic okay. Wilkins player, linebacker for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, Ola Kunle <laughs> Well,
2: brother of Foley fatikasi the new the new Jags pickup? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, yes. Bo Bo Melton had when he was playing for Rutgers, he had a team high um, in receiving yards against my Wisconsin Badgers in what can only be described as a fifty-two to three drubbing. In November, <laughs> <laughs> Where he finished with sixty-one yards, um, and the draft network rated that <laughs> as their, their best game tape that they had of him. So, there's a little to be. To work with they actually had him ranked as the um, wide receiver directly after um, the bloke, the uh, Jaylen Neighbor. So yeah, I don't know. He, he also kind of it sounds like he's profiling is a bit of a as a gadget player, return specialist for Seattle. Okay, which right. if you were going to Seattle, maybe you prefer that to being a wide receiver, catch and pass from Gino Drew.
1: You'll never believe this. Um, we have another seventh round player. Uh, mine is pick 223, the second pick in, tw- uh, in the seventh round. Isaiah Thomas from, <laughs> from Oklahoma defensive end to the, the Cleveland Browns. The basketball player. The basketball player. No, no, this, <laughs> this year we've had both Isaiah Thomas and Kobe Bryant.
2: Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is crazy. Sorry. Sorry, the- Oh, Isaiah Thomas Wikipedia page is really funny. It just says college career 8.5, 8.5 sides and 13, 13 tackles for loss.
1: <laughs> oh, that's literally no, it. No, I don't have anything to work with, but the fact that he is a Cleveland Brown means that I will have to be skipping out of uh, out of this because I said that I wouldn't talk about the Browns all season. So that's me off the hook, back onto uh, back onto max. 13. 34 hours ago.
2: Someone <laughs> just added 8.5 sacks and 13 tackles for loss with no full stop. Max, are you prepared he to talk it. about it must another him.
1: Are you prepared to talk about like... another seventh round pick by any chance? Yeah, of course I am. Who is it? It's Balin Specter picked 231 to the Buffalo Bills, linebacker out of Clemson. Balen? Balin <laughs> Specter. Pick two three one. Oh, I've just realized in this same round we also got Chris Paul, so we got CP three, Isaiah Thomas, and Kobe Bryant in one draft.
2: Well, that's not bad.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I was gonna say
2: this the pick used to take <laughs> The pick used to take sector um, was acquired by Buffalo in a trade with Atlanta for Titan Lee Smith. So, jot that one down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one for you, starheads. What what position does this guy play? Linebacker. <laughs> Linebacker. Okay, here's a fun game. <laughs> Has anyone got a, a picture of him up in front of them or anything? No. I hope not. Right, Balen Spectre. Right. What um, what category of ethnic group do you think this guy falls under? Well, I mean, I won't answer that. But what I will say is, like, <laughs> I, what I will say is that all four like syllables of his name could go in any order, and it would still be a man's name. Spectrum. Like <laughs> specton Baylor, <laughs> Tall and Spec Bay, Tall and Spectre No. Um. Right, I don't.
1: No damn thing about this guy. I've pulled up a and picture. If I look it, up, okay, he's white. Actually, wait, it's quite. He's quite a handsome-looking fellow. Is Baylor? Ah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he comes from a family full of Clemson Tigers, and his father, brother, and sister are all graduates. Mm. Looking at his picture, and if you look up, if you look up <clears throat> Baylor Specter's profile on the Draft Network, it says Baylor Dash Specter Dash. <laughs> ADCAAED-E751-4502-A67B-6F112EDBA227. So, put some respect on my man's name, Evan Be- Beta.
0: If you're looking at the same picture of him from the Clemson Tigers website, if you'd have finished that sentence with, he comes from a long line of hill folk, I would not have been <laughs> surprised. Your... Do a bit like a cross.
2: Between Mitch Trubisky and, like, Stephen Adams or someone.
0: <laughs> I, do hope, I do hope that someone is able to talk about this pick um, in more detail, but I had a bit of a wobble a minute ago because I saw that the 253rd pick in the draft was a safety from Kansas State called Russ Yeast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I think he was... <laughs> I think he was gonna go undrafted, but he was a bit of a late riser up there draft. Ah, boo. 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 <laughs> the oh, is up. he on a is he on a prove it deal? Oh my god. <laughs> uh,
1: you just knew that was Fucking Christ. Alright, let's <laughs> move on. Sam, you got pick one eight five, so a sixth rounder. Uh, Christian Benford, cornerback out of Villarreal Nova. Uh, <laughs> to the Buffalo Bills. All right, I'll Villanova. Um, I'm, just, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to make any fun, um, fun out of this guy. I've got no
0: idea. I mean... They, this is just like some guy. guy. <laughs> That's kind of the only thing that I can say about this pick is that it's the one position they really had a whole lot. So, however Christian Benford performed for the and over Wildcats. If, you know, he can get in there and, uh, and uh, shake up the place. Hey.
2: Didn't the Bills draft another linebacker earlier? Like, wasn't the Kyle uh, Brandt a uh, Bills linebacker?
0: a,
1: a lamb. No, Yeah, corner, but Christian Benford's a corner. Oh, sorry. But yes, they yes, did, draft did draft a corner earlier. The
2: Uh, Christian Benford last season had seven interceptions and 18 pass breakups. That's not bad. That's pretty decent. (laughs) Production not to be sniffed (laughs) at. A a genuinely decent point is that I think Sean McDermott is a very good developer of defensive backs. So Mm. as far as landing spots go, it's not a bad one for him.
1: Yeah, definitely a bit worse. Um, Ed, do you want... Do you want your pick now? Yeah, yeah hit
0: me. Does not want to live in. Pick one
1: sixty-one. Demarco Jackson from Appalachian State linebacker to the New Orleans Saints. Um, I not actually a know player that I'm, that
2: I'm that aware of. Jackson. <laughs> God, then here's, here, here's with your Demarco Jackson. No, I was going to say that. I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I see. No, I have no knowledge. I've just looked like him um, up.
1: he is a corner of former NFL running back Maurice Morris. Who's corner of him? Did you a say cousin. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Did you say you put Maurice? Him together like he it, yeah.
2: His name is Maurice Morris.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's the old <laughs> running back that uh DeMarco Jackson is cousin of. And now, I'm no- now I need Morris. to look up who Maurice Morris is.
0: Welcome to. Cousin. He's the cousin of Stiffelbum,
1: linebacker Demarco
0: Jackson. <laughs> Ed looks like a guy that went to Appalachian State. I,
2: I, yeah, I have an Appalachian State vibe to me.
0: Was it? Was that? Um... that you mean that in <laughs> bad light with a steady camera, you could be mistaken for Bigfoot? <laughs>
2: yeah, well, wasn't that wasn't that um, the college basketball player who looked like Bigfoot? Wasn't he? Didn't he play for Appalachian State? I don't know. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I think he played for Wichita State. It was yeah, it was one of those like backwards colleges, um, <laughs> backwards college. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of all,
0: speaking of Bigfoot, you round on the floor of a barbershop, I'd be convinced.
1: <laughs> speaking speaking of, speaking of Bigfoot, I uh I saw a I saw an interesting like map recently that was um, local sightings of Bigfoot, and it highlighted all of the areas. And in the exact same areas, a uh, number of fursuits owned in the United States. I think that people just saw fairies and <laughs> <but in the, laughs> <but laughs> built an entire fucking thing over it.
2: So what we're saying... Bigfoot is, Big is actually just a theory. theory. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, no, not DeMarco Jackson. I mean, he might be. No, no, no.
0: If If Baker Mayfield doesn't get picked up by a team, do you think he's going to make his living on uh, true TVs finding Bigfoot?
1: I reckon I think so. he's there now. Yeah. It's <laughs> certainly more like
0: Heward than Sam Donaldson.
2: No, Sam Darnold's not edgy enough to believe in that. He just like he's just like into chemtrails. <laughs> into... No, I think I think I think we're going to come back to this thirty years from now, and Baker Mayfield's going to be the American Danny Dyer. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's like it's like America's it's... hardest prisons of Baker Mayfield. Well, in fairness, like if Chris Sims had a personality, that's what he'd be. So, like, it checks out. I'm meeting the most disgusting cryptids.
0: This side of the Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) You know it's (laughs)
2: Mothman.
1: I had a mouthful of water. I almost did an old-fashioned spic tape, man. Oh God! I'm here to collect a debt of thirty thousand pesos from the (laughs) 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 Chupacabra. All right, Tom. Uh, okay, pick one ninety to the Atlanta Falcons guard out of Georgia, Justin Schaefer. <laughs> now, again, I don't know very much about these late round picks. How but are so just... many of these sub sixth rounds? <laughs> I don't know. I've got no idea. But maybe it's just because of the sheer quantity of like post fourth round picks that we we've got to deal with. There have um, all been linebackers and, like, linemen and corners. They have. There's not been, like, a single splash player yet. I'm just tempted to just entirely move on. Okay, <laughs> no, you, sorry, no, you don't, don't, get, get, out like you don't get out of it like that. You don't get out of it Sorry, okay. Schaefer grew After up my... in Ellenwood, Georgia, and attended Cedar Grove High School. It would be funny if there was a woman who did an Ellenwood called Ellenwood, wouldn't it? Um... He had a season-ending neck injury in his in his uh, in his second ever game as a junior. Um,
2: God no. <laughs> uh, um, he
1: he decided to utilize the extra year of eligibility so um, he could play for a fifth season because of the oh COVID my pandemic. God. The,
2: draft, the draft network has some really some lines here that are, do not paint a good picture for Justin Schaefer's outlook in the NFL. But, Here's yeah. one for you. God. However. He doesn't engage well due to his lack of good
1: athleticism. Oh, that's not a good sign.
2: But he's he's got a lot of bad athleticism. I like his
1: strengths, though. Girthy. Full frame.
2: (laughs) He doesn't redirect with fluidity and is certainly best served remaining inside. The NFL, he is a developmental player who plays one position. This will make it challenging for him to roster initially. I mean this is the thing as well, do if we if we look at it in the wider context, do we trust the Falcons to dra- like
1: draft or train any lineman at all? Nope. Hands are nope, unfocused nope. does not sound like a good player to me.
2: Do you what? know this is this is exactly the kind of thing that I was thinking of when I suggested this, because this might be the most coverage that Justin Schaefer ever gets on an even tangentially related NFL podcast.
1: Yeah, I feel bad for him. I feel like what what we've basically done is Said Slamming. that we don't know who he is, and then look at his NFL like draft profile and slam him for it. You know what? I, I'm backing Justin Schaefer. I'm adding him to the list that I've been. He's, on the, like, he's on the Christmas card list. Every <laughs> uh, literally every name that's come up so far. I'm going to keep this list, and we're gonna we're gonna keep track right. of them throughout the season. Right. And how many right, of just them just... actually get cut is going to be an interesting one. I reckon you, there's going to be a one Almost
2: under the one more Yeah, time. More,
1: yeah on let's one. go one, one more around the round the horn. And we're into the second round, Max. Can you believe what? it? Kenneth Walker the no. third running back out of Michigan State to the Seattle Seahawks. Oh
2: wow.
1: We get our Kenny splash Walker. player. Um well Kenny
2: Walker wasn't really much of an explosive running back in Michigan State. He was very good. Um He had a definitely a breakout year. He is such a Seahawks type player. Like he but is so... He
0: plays running back.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Like, honestly, like, th- this guy is he's he's definitely better than some of the dross they've had there. Um, but I was thinking about this actually the other day. But a funny segment for the podcast, or if we were to do redo the quiz would be: Has this running back played for the Seahawks? C- <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> honestly there are so many like because i was thinking about thomas rules justin for set um fucking robert turbin was there Kristen michael mike davis was there for a year i mean yeah alex collins is back for a second go around the horn you know it's just these guys like a great example would be like Carlos Hyde has he played for the Seahawks? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Chris Ivory has he played for the Seahawks? No. 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 Okay, I'm gonna have to. No, but I do. Like, I do like this idea, play. though. Yeah, I mean, we we can refine it further. But what I will say about this pick just before we move on is it is tinged with a little bit of sadness because I think I think the realization with this pick is that Chris Carson's career might be over, mm. which is like. Mm. Like that's a, that's a little bit of a sad realization. If if Seattle are drafting a running back that high, they're also saying that Rashad, they're also thinking that Rashard Penny. The remember he went on that mental stretch at the end of the year. The other, this pick might be saying like we don't think that's repl- replicable for next year, and they're really going to need to have like a a, a pounder that they can use a lot because they're not going to want to be throwing the ball very much. I would imagine next year. This guy, this guy would be a
1: first-round pick in years gone by, for sure. Guaranteed. Okay. Um, Sam, you've got pick 108, fourth round, to the Cleveland Browns defensive tackle Perrion Winfrey out of Oklahoma. Which... Not a real name. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most
0: 1952 player that I think I've heard. I will respectfully decline to uh, mention anything at all about this team and their exploits. I like the idea now, of it. Instead... Would you
1: like uh, Would you like to pick, uh, talk about pick one hundred and nine <laughs> instead? Kobe Bryant to the Seattle Seahawks. Would,
2: would you like to talk about pick one one eight instead? Because then we can talk about the two. Remember the two 118 guys. I think they were called one one eight and one one eight. They well, would always be on, like, in the middle of The Simpsons on Channel 4. Yeah. Oh, it's the 118 guys, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> mm. As a... As a uh, funnily enough, so, that would be a Vikings pick. Not talking about <laughs> the Browns, but Henry Winsbury <laughs> was a community college transfer to Oklahoma, and he um, started out at Iowa Western Community College, which is also the... Um, Alumnus of Geronimo Allison.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, interesting. There you go. That's six degrees of Geronimo Allison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna. I'm. I'm still adding him to the list. But the the lack of talking about this morally reprehensible franchise is um. Is nice. We'll get him. A, we'll get him a 49p card. The other ones we'll get from Paper Chase. We'll get this one from card factory. A day mm. to remember card. Oh, oh God, Ed.
0: I was going to say, instead of talking about the Browns, like, from like round four on, how many of these people are going to hit? Like, really? Um, Not many. Exactly. Between, from rounds four, five, six, seven, 28.2% of players get a contract renewal.
2: Yeah, but this is this is the point of this exercise, is we're shining a spotlight. Imagine if fucking What spotlight DeMarco are we are we, we doing right now?
1: What, what, what service take. are we offering to the NFL world right now by not being able to talk about Perry and Winfrey? I was not we, it's basically a vehicle for us to tell jokes. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> tell you one thing about Perry and Winfrey is that um was it uh, Malik McDowell, the dude that uh, got arrested this off-season that oh, was part yeah, of the Browns? Yeah. Like, that'll be a replacement for them, for for him. But
2: You mean the guy who exposed
1: himself in a school? Yes, the guy that exposed himself in a school to a bunch of children. Yes, that guy.
0: He's the guy from A Clockwork round? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say, surely if... I mean, I'm sure it's much better in rounds four and five, but six and seven... These are fucking uh, schlubs. These aren't. These guys aren't gonna get anywhere. Surely. I'm, that's what I'm you said. Gonna, that's what they said
1: about a certain quarterback out of Michigan. That.
0: Surely, the better thing to do would be to make a <laughs> oh novel. now you've
2: got a suggestion.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, no, honestly, the I'm gonna clip that and I'm gonna post it on Twitter and copy in everyone's Twitter account of the names we've just mentioned today. <laughs>
0: Well, like, if, you know, if you're the the Washington Commanders in the seventh round, and you could pick some, like, guy who, you know, won't do anything and won't go anywhere, or make some headlines to draft a 38-year-old guy that declared... You know what... ...gets everyone talking of so you going to declare for the NFL draft? <laughs> look, honestly, the best
2: seventh I rounder. The seventh rounders are not to be dismissed. There's a little guy who was a seventh rounder, a certain Mister Ryan Fitzpatrick. I thought he went on. Imagine if, Didn't imagine, imagine it? if, imagine oh, whatever. Imagine if we <laughs> as a podcast had been the first people to shine a light on Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> and we were like. Man, this guy's crazy. He went to Harvard. Imagine we were the first people to be like, Brian Fitzpatrick, Harvard guy, and we got in on the ground floor. That would have been awesome. So we can't let any more slip through the net. We have to pick 16 of them every <laughs> year.
0: It's not a bad elevator to get on the ground floor of, but it only goes up to the middle. <laughs> and there's a lot of basement. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's going to be fun to track him. Come on. Look, we've got two left. We can get through this,
1: I promise. Okay, Ed, the 230 pick to the Washington Commanders. Offensive no, guard out bull- of Tulsa, <laughs> Chris Paul. You're fucking bullet.
2: No way did we get Chris Paul. We got Chris Paul. <laughs> um, I hear he's a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> he's a six foot four. Three hundred and twenty-four pound basketball player. And when he's, rumb- I tell you what, when, when he's rumbling to the rim, there are not many people willing to step in front of him to try and draw a charge. <laughs> the uh, the only scripted play he can do
1: is a brick. the <laughs> <laughs> The college career like <clears throat> stat on his Wikipedia is Paul was ranked as a two star recruit coming out of high school. He committed to Tulsa. He played in the senior bowl. That's all it says. I mean, to be fair, Tulsa did not have a bad O-line because this this is a, a
2: team that also had... Um, was it Sean Ryan drafted in the first round? No, um, Tyler Smith <coughs> drafted in the first round. Um, so, I mean, potentially the commanders are just like, well, let's let's hit and hope that the guard player next to this first round tackle might also be good. <laughs> I think that's about as much as I can say. Whoa! Something's got a Paul off. is a musical artist and produced an EP in 2020 under I'm... stage name The Seventh. And he grew
1: up to be a seventh round pick. Oh. <sighs> an oracle. Oh my god. Chris Paul, he's gonna be our guy. That's, that's, oh my. That's how it is. Hold on. on. Did I
2: just see. I think I just saw that his middle name is November. I'm just like gonna check that. No, and see no, if that's Christopher true. Paul born oh, November. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, his nickname now is November. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, Chris November Paul. Um, he was a I'm member of a number of volunteer efforts in Tulsa um, and took an actor role in various groups that promote racial equality. After this, we're going to sit here and we're going to listen to one of his songs released as the seventh. And if it's really good, if it's really good, we're going to. We're going to um at him and ask if we can use it as our podcast outro music. Oh, I love that. Yeah,
1: okay. That's such that. a great idea. Um, but what if it's not good? Then, then we have to. Then, <laughs> then, then we, we just have, have to use it, it unlicensed. unlicensed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll steal it from him. <laughs> no, we won't steal it. You should never steal music from the artist. Unless it's um, Le'Veon Bell's rap career, in which case steal it whatever you want.
0: Um, I would highly recommend you watch the seventh video for Mother Nature.
1: Oh, man, we have to ah. check this one out. Okay, let's we've... wrap
2: this up quickly so we can look it up.
1: Okay, um, the the last one of our names, pick number 89, um, Terrell Barnard, uh, oh, sorry, Bernard, linebacker out of Baylor to the Buffalo Another Bills. We've had, we've had three Bills players so far, and yeah, two we, of them have been in the same position. Oh, so this, is, this is the Kyle Brandt guy, though. This is the. This is the Kyle Brandt <laughs> guy. Oh, it is. Okay, the best bit about Terrell Bernard is that he will forever be remembered for Kyle Brandt eating a fucking buffalo wing live on stage while absolutely gassing this guy up. What a great pick announcement.
2: In? I think I think
1: he gassed him up and then he ate the it wasn't eating the wing at the it with a mouthful. Well no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Although that you. would have been incredibly Bills. <laughs> that would have been such a Bills move to be honest, to just fucking slam a buffalo wing into your mouth and then announce the pick. That would have been perfect. But yeah, that's Terrell Bernard it basically makes who whatever the fuck that guy's name that we talked about earlier on um completely redundant because they've got someone better at linebacker. Uh, Bail Inspector. Bale Inspector, yeah. There you go. Um, I. I he was named first team all-conference as a redshirt senior. Had 106 tackles with their uh, seven sacks. So that's that's pretty nice, you know. Pretty pretty tasty from Terrell Bernard. But this is the thing about like where the Bills were in terms of like they already have a decent enough squad right now that they could make these sort of luxury picks wherever. Um, if Terrell Bernard works <laughs> out had. for them, then it checks out.
2: I reckon of all of the guys that we've talked to you today about today, outside of the first round guy, I think Terrell Bernard might have the chance to be the guy that in three years' time is like the because he's a linebacker and he plays for the Bills. He's gonna be like the buzzy guy. He's gonna be like Matt Milano. Yeah. Where people are like, oh, Will Bernard.
1: Yeah, he's will underrated. Will been there first.
2: and that's the whole point of this bloody yeah. exercise.
1: Yeah. Round
0: zero.
2: What
1: happened? Like, what would have happened if we'd done this in like 2011 when the Steelers took like Antonio Brown from Michigan State in the sixth round? Like, we would have, we would have been able to get in on the ground floor. Would have been knowing that he was gonna turn out into the fucking psychopath. Exactly. It's, a, it's honestly gonna be great.
2: So that's how it's done here. What we need to do now is we need to get a coherent clip that we can post on social media That we can tweet to the man Chris Paul, right? Because yeah. this guy Chris Paul, I mean, look, we've had our problems with this exercise You know, a lot of people don't consider late round picks to be that sexy, that exciting But this guy, when he was at uni, he was in the Black Men's Initiative The Future Alumni Council, he was a university ambassador a student ambassador i mean this guy he's doing all sorts of great stuff in the community and a musical artist under the name of the seventh if that's not interesting to you as a story i can't help you yeah we're gonna at him we're gonna at him and we're gonna ask it if we can use his songs on our podcast <laughs> yeah because this like is the good thing plan. we should be
0: promoting
1: yeah no this, I, 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 I think that would be a good good show I... um... I mean, we need to find out what his Twitter name is. We're D- not going to tweet you the wrong Chris Paul.
2: There you go. That was
1: a polished social media ready. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I'm going to chuck Can the outro clip on anyway, just in that. case we don't yeah. have the Chris Paul ready to go. But um, yeah. I'll chuck it on. Nobody speak.